Hello, and welcome to another... Oh, wait. Oh, wait a second. Nope. Hold on. There it is. Hello, and welcome to another episode of... Episode? Session? I don't know what they're called. It's the aftermath, though, folks. Exactly. That's your best Sam Regal impression. I appreciate that. Excellent, excellent. I like it. That's 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 what what we all what we all needed tonight. <clears throat> so, um, picking up where we left off last week, um, you all were um, traveling westward on the continent of Tal'Dorei from Western, uh, west westward along the road towards uh, the Meridian Mines. Um, we're going to kind of follow around the tip of the mountains there um, and come out and then head north up to the Wildwood. Um, the reason for this being, uh, you are in search of uh, your companion Parker's um, apparently kidnapped father uh, after doing some investigation around around <coughs> Westron and some of the nearby... Um, some of the nearby Bramblewood Forest. Um, you discovered some leads that led you to believe that he may be, uh, he may currently be held in a fortress in the Wildwood. Right? Wildwood? Yeah, Wildwood. Um, so, that being the case, um, you all said your farewells to, um, to Tory Bramble and made your way westward. Um, upon leaving the city and traveling a bit through the forest, um, upon your first night's sleep, um, and kind of getting in there toward closer to the mines, upon your first night's sleep, you ran into uh, a band of what looked to be um, a rough and tumble group of what looked to be hobgoblin bandits who had been uh, picking off different mining caravan different mining caravans along this uh, along this path here towards the towards the mines um, dispatching them without much issue um, you all then um, turned in for the remainder of the evening um, and then woke again uh, that morning um, to a fresh layer of snow around the forest, uh, in the forest around you. Um, the air this morning is a little chilly, but nonetheless, the skies above the, above the canopy of the, of where you're at, the kind of the outskirts of the Bramblewood at this point. Um, skies above the canopy are somewhat clouded, but fairly nice. It seems like it will be a will be a fairly nice day for traveling. So, that being said, um, here you are, um, outskirts of the Bramblewood on the western end. What would you like to do? Hmm. Well, I would decide. Um, I got Sorry Escape open. You said it's on, right? I don't have anything coming through. Sorry, I will go ahead and relaunch that for you. Okay, thank you. 
Yep. Bring back some of our traveling music here. <laughs> So, the day, is, the day is yours. These the day. Carpe diem. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I guess Seymour just kind of closes his book after doing some reading and kind of smells the fresh snow air, or the cold air, I should say, not snow air. Sure. And, uh, I don't know, kind of looks around. We were heading uh, that way, right, guys? Is that that direction over there? It is correct, yes. We're heading that way because we just came back from the other way. Gotcha, yeah. It's this fresh snow, it makes it a little hard to tell. Not if you've been around as much as I have, mate. You do have quite a memory for, for traveling. I will say that, yep, Bozak. Go, go ahead good. and make a, make a survival check for me, Bozak. Nineteen. Yep, sure enough, you, uh, you do in fact remember the way that you were headed. Well, I don't know. Unless anybody's got anything else, we could probably just head off. Head to that, that direction. Back to find Parker's father. Parker also um, woke up before everybody a little bit. Um, did her did her small um, athletic routine that she does. Uh, a little bit of exercise and whatnot that she does in the morning. Uh meets up with the, with the group as well. Yeah, I'm almost ready. Just give me like a few more minutes. Just fiddling with mushrooms and organizing my stuff, going through everything again. Sure. I got it. Sure. I'm still a bit, quite a bit hungry from for, for breakfast. Zero, do you have any more of that meat? Possibly. Yeah, man, we'd be having some more leftover. And she digs in her skirts and kind of pulls out the crates, crates. kind of defunct, nasty-looking sack with the, the freshly cut meat. Alright. Mm. Do I need to make a constitution saving throw to eat this? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you would be fairly intelligent enough to know that you probably should cook this first. Right. Or it was the cooked meat that we had from last night, right? Well, I think I'll eat majority of that, but I don't know. I mean, the meat was... Was this meat dried? I don't remember if you purchased it dried or not. It was like a cold cut. It was salted. Yeah. Oh, it was salted meat. Salted meat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean... You could eat it. Thank you very much. This looks excellent. And I'll just walk away and shove it in my pocket. Yubby will. Come on. Excellent. All right, so uh, Ryder, uh, Zero, you guys have anything you want to do before or before everyone heads off again once to get on this journey that you all are making? 
I'm ready to go. I'd assume uh, most of the water in this area is frozen. Yeah, like um, as we established before, there's not not really any like bodies of water or anything nearby where you're at right now. Um, okay, then I don't have anything. To so do. yeah, sorry, no no water. Uh, not at, not at this point. All right, so um, you guys begin to uh, pack up camp and start to. Uh, make your way uh, once again westward um, at this point the the travel will get a little bit rougher um, due to the fact that um, ha going past the Murdoon mines um, towards the west um, the road is is much is even further less traveled than, than the road previous um, due to the fact that most folks who make their way west and want to come up towards Craghammer will usually go southward along the Silver Cut and around and up instead of cutting straight across and then up like you all are doing. Um, so this road is a bit less traveled. Um, that being said, uh, those of you who are um, proficient in survival, go ahead and uh, make rolls for me, please. Uh, just to clarify, as we're leaving camp, you'll see Seymour, along with his cloak that he already has on, he'll he'll kind of don the robe of useful items and just kind of use it. Did I give you the list of stuff? You have the list? I'm pretty sure I put it in the... Okay. Excellent. I have it. Excellent. There were some very interesting roles, so... <laughs> some pretty cool stuff. I have a 26. 26 survival roll. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so pretty high. That's good. Yeah. So, um, with Fang kind of uh, kind of leading the way ahead of you guys, uh, you all begin to make your way um, westward. You begin to leave uh, the Bramblewood now, and you're actually beginning to travel out into um, into what looks to be um, kind of a hilly a hilly plain. Uh, with patches of trees every so often, but for the most part, just kind of a uh, kind of a rough hilly plain. The grass doesn't grow too tall here due to the um, due to the proximity to the mountain and just the cold weather. Uh, and as you go, as it is now winter, most of that grass has um, has kind of wilted and uh, is is non-existent now that the snow has fallen. As you guys are kind of traveling across this plain, it's just this kind of just this white, um, vast plain ahead of you that's just covered in this blanket of white snow. Um, and before you, you see now, just way off in the distance along the horizon, um, the the other side of the mountain range that um, also contains the entrance to Craghammer uh, as well as you all begin to make your way west uh, and Seymour you recognize now where you are you've traveled this way uh, you, you recognize those mountains as your home <sighs> man that's 
good to see home again, I will say that. I didn't go too far, but good old Craghammer. No, never fails to amaze me. It's great. Alright, so the remaining journey, um, your remaining journey up towards the Wildwood, um, will be probably another, um, another two days of travel northward, uh, after you make your way around the, around the bottom side of the, um, the mountains here, and then up north towards the Wildwood. Um. So, um, that being said, is there anything you all would like to do in that period of time? Um, if there's something specific that, you, that you'd like to do to, in that specific period of time, you, uh, let me know. Otherwise, we'll, we'll try to move it along um, fairly quickly um, to keep things kind of moving here. I mean, just each long rest, I'd like to look for some mushrooms. Okay. In that case... Go ahead and let me pull up the thingy. And we said it was nature checks, right? Survival! Survival checks, sorry. Okay, go for it. Go uh, make two survival checks for me. Eighteen uh, for the first one, and then twenty-eight for the second one. Okay. You find bad roll. Uh, you find one. Uh, I don't know how that would be pronounced. Marura? 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 Um, and you find... Uh, you find three... Mountain garlic. I think Seymour. For, uh, he'll he, he'll be studying for at least an hour every night. We sleep, or maybe maybe hour and a half, two hours. You'll probably hear him practicing spells, talking in a little bit of a little bit of different languages, some some arcane language, some some gnomish language, some dwarvish language. Um, he's journaling, he's doing a little bit of cartography, kind of trying to keep track of where we've gone and, and, and take a little bit of pictures of the mountains and things. Bozak's kind of helping with the cartography stuff. Okay, um, are you using your cartographer, or your cartographer's kit to keep track of stuff, or...? Yeah, I mean, it's more so a memorabilia thing, because we're close okay. to Craghammer, so he would really know this stuff already. Yeah. So... Yeah, this area for the, is pretty familiar. This valley here, um, in between yeah. these two mountains where they kind of meet up towards the north, you're fairly familiar with because this is the valley that leads to the entrance of Craghammer. So, right. you're, you're I mean, fairly uh, familiar with it. 
I think he would probably do a little bit of cartography in the Wildwoods because he's he's never really adventured here because he's heard it's dangerous probably. Yeah, sure. So I think I'll try to kind of take note of our path and yeah. Okay. So, um, that being said, um, for the two evenings that you all will be camping, um, I'll just have, uh, we'll just say for each night, we'll have two people, um, we'll have two people make rolls for each night. Um, for the first night, who wants to take watch? I'll go, I don't think I've ever taken one. Okay. Alright, I mean, Larkel will also be up as well. Um, so, Larkel and Zira for the first evening. Uh, let's go ahead and make a perception check for me, please, uh, Zira. D20 and add your perception modifier. I've got... I'm looking for my modifier, I'm sorry. It's all good. Uh, I've got a four and I'm still looking for the... It should be on... It should be, uh... On your the char core? character sheets yeah. and the core page, there, um, there's your stat, your stats there, and then right next to it, there's going to be a skills section that has a bunch of different things listed. Oh, okay. Um, four, three, seven. Seven total. Okay. Well, thankfully, Larkel rolled um, fairly decently on that. So, <laughs> um, who's who would like to take watch for the second evening? I shall do it. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check for me, please, Fang. We'll have Larkel roll the other one as well. <laughs> I don't have advantage, do I? You do not. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. That's alright. Larkel rolled really high again, so. Okay, great. It's good, to, it's good to know that I was rolling this earlier. And it was rolling really poorly, but now it's rolling really well, so. Nice, so perfectly balanced. It's one of those it's one of those things where it it performs, you know, it performs when it matters. So one of those things. Sure. So, anyways, um, the two nights go off without a hitch. Um, the second night, Larkel kind of, you see uh, Larkel kind of walk out into the woods. Um, you hear what sounds like a scuffle, um, and he comes back and has, and is like dragging what looks to be a wolf carcass along behind him. Uh, he says, This probably would have been very bad. 
thought it didn't happen on my watch. Uh. Either way. Um. You all continue your journey northward. Now the air, once again, as you're getting even further up, closer to the northern side of these mountain ranges, um, as the mountains kind of come in on either side of you and the valley begins to funnel in, um, you see now um, in the distance ahead of you. Um, unlike the forest, unlike the Bramblewood, um, the Bramblewood is a is a fairly temperate style forest. Um, lots of lots of large trees, um, you know, oaks and maples and things of that nature. Um, uh, you know, a very temperate style forest. Whereas now that you see the wildwood ahead of you, uh, the wildwood is an evergreen forest, um, mostly pine and things of that nature. And because of that, the dark you see the the very dark green. Um, the very dark green forest ahead of you with just the with just the top bits of the trees kind of coated with a coated with a faint white color that uh, you see the dark wood and the dark foliage of this evergreen forest approaching ahead of you of the wildwood you begin to make your approach So, um, those of you uh, who are proficient in perception, go ahead and make uh, perception checks for me, please. closed a page on myself, so give me a second to bring it back up. So, anyways, continuing forward, um, uh, Fang, as you, Fang, as you, um, as you look out ahead of you, um, uh, out into the wildwood, um, you see a, you see a very small, kind of beaten path that, you, that kind of starts um, maybe a hundred or so feet outside of, outside of the. Um, outside of the entrance to now in front of you just this huge pine forest that extends out of sight off to your left over here towards this mountain and extends out of sight to your right towards the mountain here if you all take a look at your map um, you can see um, not this map this map 
um, you can see that the wildwood here, um, as the as the mountains kind of come up from one side this way, and where the mountains and Craghammer are on the other side, kind of meet up this way, and the wildwood sits just under that, and you see this pine forest, and behind it, the huge backdrop of mountainous terrain. This is um uh the the known realms of Alexandria map. Yep. Okay. Also, I can I might be able to show you on this map. Let's see. It's if I could blow it up, that'd be cool. I'm going to show you on this map. Alright, so this is Taldore. And if you look, you guys were in Western. Wait a second, let me figure out where I'm at. Western here. This is all mirrored, so you guys were in Western here. Okay. Most people, when they go, most people, when they go to Craghammer go down along the silver cut this way, go through Kaimal, and then head north up this way to Craghammer. Okay. However, you guys took a shortcut through the Bramblewood. You went west this way, and then north and followed the mountain range up this way into the Wildwood, which is here. So you guys are about here right now at the edge of the Wildwood. Alright. Make sure all of that was correct by actually looking at it. Yes! Great. <laughs> I was trying to look at it by looking I was trying to look at it by looking at what I was showing on my camera and then trying to move my finger based on that. So fun times. This is on the Gwessar continent. Uh Gwessar, yes. It's also known as Taldore. Gwessar is the ancient name for the continent. Okay, okay, I see the stuff now. I was able to zoom in. So. Um, but you do, you do see a very rough, very thin path. Not, not any more than, um, not any more than, you know, you know, seven or eight feet wide. That just kind of leads and kind of weaves between these pine trees. Not a lot of underbrush. Um, in this in this forest, um, but the trees, um, these pine trees have kind of it's not a very tall forest, um, like you would normally expect from pine trees to be to have a very tall forest. Well, this forest is fairly um, it's fairly short as far as pine trees are concerned, uh, and the the canopy actually starts very low. Um, not not much more than ten feet above your heads, um, as you begin to make your way there into um, into the wildwood. Very nice. Um, so, uh, Seymour, if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to begin to chart and use, you have a cartographer's kit. I do. Um, if you'd like to use that. Um, and you said you were going to help him with that stuff, uh, Buzzik? You can shake your head yes or no. You don't have to push a button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so 
um, just using some of the you, you would need to use some of your some of your paper and ink um, to do this to kind of keep track of uh, to kind of map out the area if you if that's what you want to do um, um, I don't have any spare paper and ink but I'm not sure if there if any comes with the cartographer's kit is what I'm Oh, yeah, let me check that. I should have that on. And I've got a, I've got a feature um, from my wanderer background where I can I can recall where I've been perfectly as far as terrain and stuff goes. What were you saying, uh, Andy? I feel like it would be silly for a cartographer's kit to not have some sort of parchment yeah well that's why that's why i wanted to check i think it probably yeah. does so the components are cartographer's tools consist of a quill ink uh parchment a pair of compasses calipers and a ruler okay excellent so yeah go ahead and make a um make a roll with your with your cartographer's tools which i think use intelligence um yep. so it would be your intelligence modifier and your proficiency modifier <laughs> First time to officially use the tower. You have it. You have advantage. You have advantage as uh, Bozik is helping you. Okay. Cool. Whoa. Big noises. Wow. Well, Roll a nine both times. So Ouch. that's. Uh, that won't be that low though. Sixteen. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's not too bad. Um, you're able to get a. You're able to get a. Fairly detailed representation of at least the area of this this part of the entrance of the wildwood that you've not been uh, you've not been to okay um, so I mean if you want to if you want to put that down in your inventory you can put down like um, work in progress uh, work in progress map of the of the wildwood or whatever you want to do is there it's, it's on whatever you want to put all right cool but it is it is just a small it's not like a complete map or anything like that it's just you know you're beginning sketchings of a map of the area right right so yes if you were if you were wanting to complete it you'd you know spend more time and discover more of the area and you'd have a more complete version of that uh oh oh boy you did it now Okay, so um, this whole time that's been happening, I've been trying. Eat your food; it's good for you. Stop complaining. All right. Um. Uh, zero. Yep. I'll have you roll a uh, a percentile for me, please. Um, which is it's going to be both of your d10s, the one with the ten denominations on it, and it's going to be the normal one. You roll both of them at the same time, and then add them together, and it'll give you a number between one and one hundred. These two. That one's not. They, they look exactly the same. They both look like this. One of them has a tens denomination on it, and one of them has a ones denomination on it. 
like a like a dreidel or a diamond or something. Yeah, similar to a dreidel. Okay, this. Yes. Those are the ones. Well, that's, oh, that's eight. That's an you eight. You have here. Look, there's one like this. See how it has. Let's see if I can show it better. This it one has, has two digits. Has two digits on it. And then there, there should be, you have should have two of those with your dice set. Two digits on each die face. No, actually, I don't think I have two of those in one. That's okay. You can we can do it with one. Um, so just use that one. Uh, use that one. Uh, roll it once and tell me what you roll. Ooh, a one. Okay. Uh, now roll it again. Tell me what you roll. Uh, six. Sixteen. Okay. guys begin to make your way um, into um, the wildwood here. You guys travel for, um, you guys got to the entrance of the wildwood probably about midday uh, after your second night's rest. Uh, you begin to make your way along this path um, into the wildwood for what is the remainder of your, of your day? Um, guys begin to make your way in uh, let me have you you perceptive folks uh, run another perception check for me please uh, okay um, as you guys walk um, all of a sudden you hear a very faint um, it's very faint, kind of, almost like a deep purring sound coming from the woods around you. Mm -hmm. Um, all of, all of you who made checks hear this. Seymour's just walking away. do 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 I, pr I purr back into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched this rider does so. Make a persuasion check. Can't still communicate with purrs. It's just like a sound that happens, right? You don't know. Watch well, cat person. I kind of know a little bit, but not not really. Twelve. Good. The deep purring stops. Ryder, what's uh, what's going I, on here? I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. I just I heard cat noises, so I made the same cat noises back. Seymour, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay, thanks a lot, Ryder. Oh god, okay, oh god. That's a big three. Oh! Um, you guys continue to walk for a bit. 
um, and then suddenly Seymour, um, out of nowhere, you just see this blur of just black and white, and all of a sudden you're on your back and and straddling atop you with with giant paws on your chest um, is this 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 very long, large panther-like creature um, with black fur and what looks to be bright white stripes along its back. Um, I do not have a map for this, but we're going to use our imaginations. I need to have everybody roll for initiative, please. Oh my god. Let me go ahead and 19. get some... 19? Okay. Um... I'm going to have to keep uh, track of initiative the old-fashioned way here. Give me just a moment. The old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way. That's right. What's everybody's rolls? Eight. Eight, it's a tie. Do a tie break? Do a break it's a tie. roll off. No, highest roll decks. Off. Highest decks. Oh, right, 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 right. Would you roll a rider? I rolled a nine, but I'm trying to figure out. I thought I read somewhere. All right, so Bozek had a 19, right? Yeah. Okay, Fang had a what? I had an eight with a dex of 13. 13 total? Zero? No, no, no. Eight total? No, no. Me and Zero both had eight. Oh. My dex was 13. So What's I... your dex, Zero? Uh, zero. No, no, no. Uh, the total is going out the modifier. Oh, eight. Yeah, cool. doesn't have very high dex, so. No. An eight? I rolled a 13. An actual 13. 13. Actual 13. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Alright, Seymour, would you roll for your initiative? 12. 12. And... Roll for Parker and... Larkel. And Say what? Larkel. Yep. Oh... I just added everybody twice again to it. Boom. Alright, so Larkel, what's his initiative? I think it's zero. It is zero. And he rolled one. Great. Well, that makes me feel better about myself. Oh my god. <laughs> the worst possible initiative roll. Then Parker, I think, has high initiative, right? Yeah, I think so. Parker. No, just a one. She also rolled a one, so her initiative is two. Dang. It's going well, guys. Alright. Oh, and the, the thing. Duh. Does it have an initiative bonus? It's not. 
Um, it did get this surprise round on you guys, so uh, I'm gonna roll damage for you as well. Seymour, you are gonna take damage from that uh, from that pounce. Okay. Um, I'll roll damage for that in just a second here. Okay, um, so let me quickly roll damage for that attack. So since Seymour was likely riding on my back, did, did he get like pounced on uh, from my back. I mean, you'll never really establish that he was riding on your back. Whoa. So we did not establish that because you said because we're moving quickly, not trying to waste no time. But we have always that. said it's how we travel. It is usually how we travel, but I probably should have said something. So I think it's a fair ruling. I mean, I, either way, either way, the the creature rolled an attack and hit against him so either I'm way not, this I'm not have... saying anything I'm just saying for the theater of mind I'm right. not looking for any advantage even, no, even if he was on, yeah even if he was on your back this attack would have pounced on him and then knocked him down off of your back right yeah so that's regardless, what I'm trying to say regardless the same probably result. all right so um, Seymour you take uh, 10 points of slashing damage as the creature's claws sink into your chest copy um that brings us to Bozek's turn startled uh I want to uh is it just one creature that you can see yeah alright I wanna yell whoa 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 hey little guy take it easy man and I wanna reach into my uh mushroom pouch and pull out a mushroom and offer it to the beast uh, as I cast Animal Friendship on it. Okay. Uh, how long does Animal Friendship take to cast? It's one action. One action? Okay. I'd also like to remind the party that I can speak I can have to speak with animals as well. Well, you'll Any have consider? to do that. You'll have to do that on your turn. If I can. Uh, it's a wisdom... Wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Alright, what's the DC? 14. Alright, he succeeds. Alright. So he doesn't eat my mushroom then? Um, as you say that, the, the straight up just ignores you as it's just snarling down into, uh, into Seymour. Alright, I'll approach Seymour. And uh, I will get as close as I can and cast Healing Word on him. Okay, Healing Word's a bonus action? Yep. Alright, go ahead and make the roll. Uh, Seymour, you, 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 can, you can roll for this one. I forgot my dice. Okay, I, what am I rolling? 1d4. 3. Heal 3 hit points. Yay. Plus... Spellcasting modifier, which I don't know what it is. Spellcasting modifier? I don't know because you didn't put any of that information on roll twenty. 
Yep, just give me one second. Please. Plus three. Alright, so five points total. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Well, action, bonus action, movement. I guess that's the end of his turn. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's going to bring us to uh, the Panther's turn. Um... Um, he is going to go for, uh, go for a bite attack against you, Seymour, as you are his quarry currently. Ah. Uh, that's a nine to hit. That'll miss. Like, Whoa. Kind of bites out, and you kind of dodge to the side as it kind of bites in towards your face, and you quickly kind of squeak out of the way a little bit. Um, missing a wizard, man, that's... Bad. Yep. All right. Um, Rider. Oh, because you're prone, he actually gets a bonus action bite attack against you as well. Because gotcha. of because of one of his abilities. Well, if I'm prone, he has advantage too, right? You are also correct with that. Um, so we'll use that roll as his advantage roll for that first bite then. Um, so that would be, yeah, that would hit. That would be a... Hit. Yeah, 21. Yeah. 21 to hit. Okay, that's going to be uh, six points of piercing damage. That kind of reaches down and bites into your shoulder. Um, Ow. That's also going to hit. Roll a natural 18. Um, yeah. And that's the same thing. Another six points of piercing damage. Ow. You guys, you're just all, like, surprised as all of a sudden this, this just black and white panther just pounced out of the trees, knocked Seymour onto the ground, and just started tearing into him. Um... That is going to bring us to Ryder's turn. Ryder, you're not too far from this. Um, none of you are very far, um, but all of you are in range to be able to move in and attack. I want to, to. Uh, step up to it and um, hit it with my hit it with my rapier. Okay. Go ahead and make a. Um, we'll say that. You'll you'll have it you'll have a flanking advantage here because you at this point he's kind of all around him so you can roll with advantage here. Also give you sneak attack as well. Okay, that is uh, right here. Twenty three. Twenty three will hit. Sixteen points of damage. Sixteen points of damage. All right, uh, Ryder. How do you want to do this? I just want to. Uh, I guess with my since I have my rapier, I just kind of want to run in and just like stab it down in the base of its neck. As you want, you and, kind of and 
stab it kind of um, R-O-U-S's from, from Princess Bride style. And it just kind of falls limp and then falls over on its side. Um, and you kind of look down at Seymour, who is looking pretty rough from this this sudden brutal attack. I guess uh, I can't eat mushrooms much, huh? Would you like a piece of Here, here you go, and I'll shove them in your mouth. Like, four. Okay. okay. So that's 4d4. Heels for 10. Okay. So you kind of sit up and take a breath and just try to kind of look over at this. Now you get a better look at this, this panther-like creature. Um, almost seven foot long body um this long prehensile tail uh deep black colors on the coat with what look to be just a few white faint white stripes along the along the back of the coat ow That really hurt. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for saving me, Ryder. Well, I mean, my fault you got attacked in the first place, so that's my bad. Well, you guys got to tell me if there's something up ahead, man. I can't see very good down here, looking up at everybody. Parker looks over at you, Ryder, and just says... Maybe let's not purr back at things that are making noise in the woods next time, Ryder. I, I, I honestly thought it was one of you guys. Like, seriously. Like, that happens a lot. Like, you, you don't understand how often that actually happens. Well, let's check and be sure next time, okay? Oh, okay. Man, it's really dangerous out here, by the way, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the Wildwood. Trying to take notes, but I need I need help. I need help. Let's, let's, let's just go careful. Let's be very careful from now on. <laughs> Agreed. Close that page out. So, so you guys kind of regain your breath. Uh, if you'd like to take a short rest, you are welcome to do so. Um, Should we keep heading on? Keep on trudging ahead? I think I'm ready. I didn't really have a chance to do anything. The rider was so fast. And, and both like, I mean, you guys were fast, but I think I'm good to go. Yeah, you look great, Seymour. All right. 
guys continue um, through the wildwood. Um, once again, my perceptive folks, go ahead and roll for me, please. Actually, this isn't perception. This would be survival. Sorry. Let me have my survival folks roll. You made me waste a 19. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fall into both categories. So just use whatever you rolled then. Uh, 25. 25. Okay. Um, so you kind of, as you guys begin to make your way again, Fang, you kind of look down the road and kind of notice... It looks like something, it looks like something came through here, or like something or someone came through here and then tried to cover their tracks. Mm. Doesn't look too good. Um, and as I kneel down and I'm and investigating and whatnot, kind of sifting through, um, I, 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 uh, after 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 doing my thing with the dirt, I want to um, stand up and, and look around and see if there's anything I can see uh, in the brush, in the area, in the, in the front, kind of in, in front of our, our path and whatnot, and kind of quietly alert, alert everyone around me, like, we may not be alone in the woods, and I'm not talking about cats. Yeah, I mean, squeaks here too. Squeak kind um, of, as you say that, Squeak kind of like pops out from behind your leg, like sitcom from behind the wall style, you know? Um, I'm not quite sure, but signs like this tells me there may be an ambush. Um... I don't really have anything else besides being really perceptive that I can use to discern what might be around me. Make an investigation check. Okay. Um, can I get my raven to go do a little bit of scouting? That's a good idea. Sure. Would you like to activate the bone skull necklace? I would like to activate the bone skull necklace. Okay. You kind of reach up and kind of rub the rub the as I say bone skull bird skull sorry the bird skull necklace you kind of rub it um, a bit and all of a sudden you feel it begin to vibrate and get a little bit warm at your at your um, at your neck and it suddenly this flash of light and all of a sudden see this raven fly up and around and come back around and land on your shoulder. And then I tell it telepathically? You can tell it telepathically, audibly, whatever you choose. Uh, I'll just do it audibly. I'll, I'll just be like, um, uh, hey, go and see if you see anything in the trees that may, basically, like, anything that's not us that looks dangerous. 
give us a little heads up. Okay, you got it, Ryder. And I start walking off. And then what do I do? Right? <laughs> you can see the you can see the Raven. I know I can. Okay. <laughs> I'm so confused as to what's happening. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Wait, do I see anything? Make a, make a perception check. Um, go ahead and make a perception check for your raven. Do you have raven stats? I do not have anything remotely that looks like raven stats. <laughs> this is why the internet is great. To to find that. Usually you can just search... All right, yeah, Raven, Raven 5e. 5e. Let's see what, what we get. Plus three to perception. Um, does he have advantage? No, he does not. He does not have advantage. But yeah, plus three to perception. 16. 16. I rolled an 11. I will put that link for you into the D&D chat there, Andy. For the Thank Raven. You. Now you have that. Would you roll, uh, Buzzick? Eleven. Eleven. You see some, uh... Some trees and some... Undergrowth and... A few small forest animals. I don't know, really know... You weren't very specific about what you were looking for there, Buzzick, so I don't... Uh, that's all I'll I can really give you. I'll go report back. I'll go report back. So, um, what's the raven looking for specifically? Anything dangerous besides us, I think he said. Okay. Uh, with a 16? Let's see. Um, so the raven kind of flies up past the, past the canopy. Um, it communicates to you that... Um, it sees, um, to the north by probably another 10, 15 miles into the wildwood, um, what looks to be a fortress of some sort. I relay that information via the blah button. Le blah. Le blah. Yeah, I was looking around and I didn't see anything like that. I mean, mate, that's because you're not a bird in the sky. Yeah, well, I was just doing what you told me to do, mate. I, I, I didn't tell you to. I didn't, I didn't actually oh. say anything to you, mate. I thought you were talking to me. You weren't talking to me? Yeah. I, I was... Is this one of your... Bird. This is another one of those, isn't it? I'm no. No, no, mate. I was I was talking to the raven. Are you in on this too, Lark? Larkel just looks over at you, Ryder. Back towards you, Bozik, and then just says, Yes. I 
You got him. Ha <laughs> ha would be proud. So we should probably head off that way, yeah? Parker speaks up and says, um, "says Well, you know, they did say that there was a fortress or something in the Wildwood that they were supposedly keeping my my father. And that sounds like that might be that. It would make sense to cover tracks if you're trying to hide someone." Maybe it is not, um, maybe it is not the same. Could be. There is only one way to find out. Yeah, we gotta go check it out. Alright. Um, Agreed. By this point now, um, the sun has begun to set. Um, the sky is beginning to turn from um, the the lighter colors of the day into the deeper colors of the night. Uh, you're beginning to lose light to travel by. Um, if you'd like to keep traveling, you're welcome to do so. Um, but it is you all's call. Hmm. Should we rest here before we go any further, or...? Might be a wise idea. Maybe encounter in the morning? Yeah, I mean, we can, but if we're if we're close, then they might have uh, scouts that, that uh, send people out. So maybe we should go be the scouts and check it out before, while it's nighttime and see what we're up against and maybe see if this is the right place. Uh, would I have known how long it would have taken us to get to that fortress on foot? Um, it was about uh, about fifteen or so miles from where you're at right now. Um, you guys travel about twenty-five miles in a day um, at normal speed. Um, what I suggest is that we move we move as quickly as we can and we try to cover some more ground tonight so that way when we get there tomorrow after traveling because we're about a day's uh, about, about three quarters of a day's travel from the fortress so if we go a few more hours tonight we'll catch it earlier in the day tomorrow and that'll give us more time to scout. Because I'm assuming we're going to want to try to do this at night time. And be as quiet as possible. I mean, I, we don't have a plan yet. We haven't talked about it. But I just figured it would give us more time to scout once we get there. If we go a little further tonight. Yeah, that's a good idea. And while we're while we're on our way, maybe we can keep a lookout for some place. Like maybe there's a cave around. Or, or a heavily wooded area. Because... Uh, if You're we have any sort of fire, that'll, area, alert us, that'll alert the creatures in the area to where we are, and then Seymour might get attacked again. 
I don't want to get attacked again. Yeah, we probably shouldn't put you back on my back. You're like a target up there. Yeah, I think I'll stay low. I, I like it down here a bit. The words of the infamous Lil John. Get low. Get low, get low. <laughs> wow, great. <laughs> That's great main material. <laughs> <laughs> The famous, the famous bard, um, who goes by the name Lil John. Guys, have to famous, go now. Famous, ha leave. famous half orc bard by the name of Lil John. Just, like that was, that was. I gotta. Is it break now, Russ? Is that what time it is? Time break now, thank you guys. Uh, so much for coming in tonight. Uh, all right. And that's right. the end of the campaign, guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being a part of it. Little John, the BBEG. The, that's the end of the campaign, guys. That's it. It's it's all over now. <laughs> you guys, you guys discovered the the meaning of the universe. I mean, what else am I gonna? What else is there to do? So, um, you guys continue to travel on for a little ways. Yes. Okay. While we are scouting for a good place, hidden place to camp. All right. Viking. So, my survival folks, go ahead and make rolls for me, please. I'm all sucked tonight. Sixteen. Sixteen. Fourteen. I'm bad at math. <laughs> Uh, 25. 25. Right. It's okay. <laughs> Fang's on it tonight. <laughs> he's rolling them. He's rolling them big rolls. Checks. Any time a ranger is useful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so how how far are you guys looking to travel? How much how much ground are you looking to cover this evening? How far, like, and this is like a logistical problem, but how how far would we go? Because we would know how long, how much further we could go before we would be exhausted. How much further could we go until we're exhausted? I'd say you could probably travel for another two or three hours, um, which would give you uh, in the forest. To be honest, just make uh, just make a general intelligence check, Ryder. Yep, because that's what I'm good at. That's a three. I mean. You guys could probably cover a little, a good bit more ground if you if you were to go for a couple more hours. Sure. I said we we should travel for like I don't know. Let's go for let's go for like another hour or two. I feel like we, that that would be enough ground to give what? us get us a little closer. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I think we could do that. All right, you guys travel. 
northward once again. Um, and now the air is getting even as the as the sun has set. Now, um, your first evening here in the wildwood, um, the chilly air now even colder, and all, and to the point where now it's beginning to just it's this biting cold that's beginning to nip at your at your cheeks and at the at the tips of your ears. Which Hello? Did I miss something? No. Did you miss something? So Everything went black for a second. Thought I saw some people talking. Sorry. Um, and due to your good, due to your decent survival check, um, Fang, uh, you guys are able to travel a bit about for another hour or two, um, and you come across um, looks to be a small clearing off to the side of this um, somewhat beaten pathway um, through the forest that looks like it would be a fairly appropriate spot for a small uh, for you guys to camp down for the evening I want to go look for mushrooms okay um, just to make you just want to make you aware um, that due to you guys traveling um, a bit more and pushing your travel a bit further um, being up for much longer um, would probably exhaust you. Just want to make you aware of that. There's not a lot of. Can we not just sleep? Can we not mean, just sleep? You, yeah, you will sleep, but I'm just letting you know that it will. Um, pushing forward past this point, the the checks to find your mushrooms would probably be with disadvantage. Due to the fact that it is at night. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah. you're pushing exhaustion at this point. I'll just look for like 10 minutes then, just around the area where we're camping. Okay. So yeah, just make a quick roll with disadvantage. That is a 16. 16? Okay. Um, unfortunately... Um, you're not able to, um, you're not able to come up with anything this particular evening. Okay. As you're unfamiliar with the area, um, just dark and you're just not able to, not able to really find anything. So, um, anything else you guys want to do before y'all head to sleep? No? No. All right. All right. So at this point now, as it's it's beginning to push into the into the early morning hours, you all begin to bunk down. Um, did you all want to build a fire or no fire, or what did you, how did y'all want to do this? Yeah, I think we should just huddle together for warmth and maybe not build a fire because that might attract things. Nope. I can I can. Uh... Can build us a little, 
a little like like we can all have a little ground sunken in the ground a little bit all together no all right i guess i'm down for that you'll get no argument from me it's really chilly out here all right so i'll spend like five minutes or so just building in the ground and then kind of in kind of like those those ice caves that you can build in the snow kind of like one of those but just just big enough to fit all of us in igloo time so make a wisdom check with disadvantage Um, that is ten. Ten. Okay. Um, make an adequate hole. Um, not really. Uh, not really. The. It's hard for you to get deep enough down without running into tree roots and things of that nature that are beginning to kind of block your you from being able to dig any further. So you get kind of a hole dug, but something nothing that's. Um, you're not sure if it'll actually help insulate you this evening, morning, whatever. Yeah, if we just huddle together in this hole, I'm sure we'll be fine. Alright. Oh, turning in for the evening. <laughs> Um, yeah. I need I need Is everybody every... gonna stay up for lunch? Anyone? Larkel will be up. No? Um so. I'll stay with him. You... Alright. Go ahead and make a perception roll for me, Zero. Six. Six. You guys are really lucky that Larkel is around. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> um, so, um, I need everybody to uh, make a constitution saving throw for me, please. Eleven. How much? Eleven. Eleven, okay. Seven. Seventeen. Seventeen, okay. Seymour? That's a natural twenty for me. Okay. Ryder? Two I mean, not Ryder, uh, Fang, sorry. I don't, have any, I don't have a con mod, so it's six. Oh, sorry. A con save mod, so sixteen. 16. Okay, and what'd you say you rolled zero? A seven. Okay. Um, so as you all um, uh, wake up, zero, unfortunately, um, just due to the biting cold of the evening, um, 
you just were not able to find a way to warm yourself enough to get a decent rest. Um, so you will have one point of exhaustion. Oh. Um, there's an exhaustion table, I think, pinned in our D&D chat. Is there not? Maybe not. You can track it on Roll20 as well. Right, but I mean to, like, know what they do. Um, I thought we had one pinned. I guess not. Um, anyways, one point of exhaustion means that you have... Um, that you have disadvantage on skill checks. Gotcha. Um, so any skill checks you make from that skill check table, and I think it also counts attacks, if I remember correctly. I'll double check that real quick. You can uh, enable the tracker on roll 20, and it tells you what it does. If you add a point, it'll tell you you have this. You add another point, it says you have this. Oh, okay. Uh, it's in the little... So up where your core, bio, spells, all those tabs are, there's a little cog on the right side there. You click that, it'll bring up a big options page. And on the far right, in that box there at the very bottom, there's something that says show exhaustion tracking. You can turn that on. You see in it? Um. It's, no. in, it's in here. Uh, oh. And then show exhaustion tracking, set to on. And then you go back to your core page, and it's right underneath your hit dice. Here it is, right here. So you have one level of exhaustion. And you, it'll tell you what you there have. There it is. Disadvantage on ability <laughs> checks. So. check something really quick because it says ability checks and I know some people count attacks as ability checks which is what I'm checking right now for now we'll just say we'll just say no but if I figure it out later that it is then I will let you know so you guys wake up in the morning. Um, no snow fall, fell the previous evening, but it is quite a bit colder um, than the previous day um, as the air is continuing to get colder and colder as you get further and further into these winter months. morning comes you all wake up a little bit a little bit later into the into the morning than normal um, uh, what would you all like to do hmm. 
so we, we we don't know how far we are from the the fortress at the moment. I'm assuming. Um, I don't believe anyone checked before the end of the evening. No. Also, if I'm still doing cartographer things, would I need to make another check for that since we're further into the woods? Yeah, go for it. All right, I'll make another check for that. It's not great. With advantage, because I'm always helping you. It's better. Uh, 19. 19, okay. So, yeah. Um, you continue to kind of fill out your rudimentary map of this area of the Wildwood. Kind of fill in what you know from having traveled through. Hey, uh, Ryder, maybe we could send your raven out again to kind of scout out, see if you could find that fortress. I don't really know of any other ways that we can do that. You know, I mean, that sounds like a great idea to me. And I uh, go through the process of getting the raven out. Raven, all right, so once again, you give the give the necklace a rub, and the same pops out, sits on your shoulder, and waits for your... I, uh, I tell it to do some more scouting, looking for the same thing he did yesterday. All right, perception check for your raven, then, please, sir. That is a 13. A 13. All right, uh, once again, flies up beyond the canopy um, and relays not dissimilar information from what you had yesterday. Um, you are still a little under 15 miles out from the fortress. So we went, we got tired for literally nothing. Cool. Traveling in a traveling traveling, traveling at night in a heavily forested area. That's why I had you make an intelligence check, but you know, we all see how we all saw how well that went. So yeah, no, because being smart is overrated. You don't even need to be <laughs> smart. I resent that, and I resemble that. So I guess we just travel onward. Yeah, hold on one second. I just need a few more minutes here. I sit back down and start reading. All right. So, any other um, any other morning rituals, routines that any of you would like to complete before you all head off again towards the fortress to the north? Not for me. Parker, once again, goes through her morning routine of her, you know, crunches and squats and jogs in place for like five minutes, as she does. Or whatever it is you fit people do, I don't know, I don't have any idea. Jumping jacks or something, right? Yeah. Um, so you guys continue forward um, to the north um, for the day. You begin to travel um, northward. 
let's have Ryan roll a percentile roll for me please haven't done one of these in a long time been a little been a hot second and it's both my uh, my 10 and my 100 I guess it's called yes. yep I got a, a 9 on my D10, and I got an 80 on my... 89. 89. That's pretty dang good. That's the thing. Last time I did that, last time I rolled these things, it didn't go well. Well, how do you know what's good and bad? Only the DM knows that. Well, I mean, as far as percentage goes... Well, do you know if higher percentage, percentage is really low and it didn't get... I don't know what's gonna happen now. The last time, uh, percentage wasn't good and didn't have a good result. Okay. I don't like that result, so I'm gonna roll it again myself. That was cocked. Okay. Okay. Um, I need uh, perception checks from you perceptive folks as you all begin to travel northward 13 13 okay 1 4 1 4 14 gotcha 13 from me okay actually let me check and see was was Parker yes Parker's perceptive okay oh yeah sure I will roll for her as well. Not this die, this one. She got an 11. Cool beans. Um, so, you all uh, make your way forward. And as you travel, as you're traveling down the road, um, Rider, you see um, now as the as the small path. I say road, but it's more of a just a kind of a beaten path. It kind of curves, and you see off um, in the distance, um, kind of kind of uh, standing near a tree there. Um, what looks to be a um, looks to be a humanoid figure of some sort. Looks to be looks to be female um, with th what looks to be. Um, bright fiery red hair just in a like pulled back and kind of sh kind of strapped behind but just very like very bushy and very bright fiery orange um, red hair wearing this kind of dark green uh, this kind of dark green cloak over what looks to be leather armor um, ahead of you uh, facing I facing away to... from you I try to surreptitiously tell everybody uh, there's a person standing up there and try to point her out without being like, <laughs> whatever that said, but sure, we get the point. She said she, it was a woman with fiery red hair. About how far out? Um, at this point now, probably um, 
probably 70 or 80 feet out ahead of you um, along the path, so not super far out. Okay, okay. Um, as you kind of look over and kind of get a closer look, um, it looks like she's kind of like leaned back against the tree and is like, looks to be like doing something. You can't quite tell she's turned away from you a bit, but it looks to be like messing with something in either in her hands or doing something and she's kind of facing away from you, kind of leaning up against this tree. Hello there, weary traveler. Uh, my name's Seymour. As What's you, your name? As you say that, the as you say that, the woman kind of stops and then turns and looks back over her shoulder, and you see her kind of getting to pull something, and kind of pulls a bow off her back and kind of knocks an arrow. She doesn't draw it, but kind of knocks it, and she says, "Who goes there? What are you looking for? Leave we, me be. We we come in peace. It's okay." I just want to talk. Is it okay if I approach? A little closer so that I don't have to yell. Of course, of course. I'll just slowly walk forward with my hands up. Uh, as you get to about 30 or 40 feet, she says, That's close enough. Okay, alright. Who are all of you? What are you doing out here? We are a traveling group, uh, adventurers, one might say. We are the Storm Riders. That's the name of our group. My name is Seymour. Um, what are you doing out here all by yourself? Um, make a persuasion check. <laughs> Seven. Seven. She says, she says, who are you to be asking my business? I'm not trying to be hostile at all. I'm just saying, I'm just wondering. That's what they always say. I don't believe you. Believe you for a second. Uh, that's completely understandable. I'm a stranger. I understand that. that. Bastard probably sent you here to find me, didn't he? Who who are you talking about? Maybe we You can help know him. who I'm talking about. I don't. We just came up from Stilben. I mean, we're just kind of traveling around into the woods trying to find a a friend of ours. Kind of lowers the bow a little bit. Says, "Who are you looking for?" Well, uh, this one back here, and I'll, part to, I'll point to Parker, she, um, she lost her dad, and we think that he's here somewhere in the woods. We're trying to find him. You wouldn't happen to know if there's possibly, like, a camp up ahead? So they took one of yours, too, did they? Uh, yeah. I swear I'm going to kill him. I know who you're searching for. They took my sister. I'm hmm. on my way to get her back. 
all of you came for one person. Yes, this person's very important to us, and that's that's uh, Parker right there. That's her father that they took, so we're here to help. And uh, if you need help, we can certainly do that. You can join us. Help would be nice. I tried. I tried to get in there by myself, but it's just... It's just too well guarded. You'd think for a fortress that side, there'd be a spot at least. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find a way in. Hmm. She begins to place the bow back over her shoulder and puts the arrow back and the quiver at her back. Uh, how, how long have you been scouting this fortress? A few days now. I'm trying to find a way in, any way in. You actually all have caught me on my way back I've uh, I've given up hmm you think your sister's still alive in there probably they um they're not the sort for killing their um Killing their prisoners. They're more of the sort for converting them, if you know what I mean. You mean like torture? No. Hmm. So, first off, um, what's your name? Looks over and glances towards you, now you see the deep emerald green eyes piercing um, look over towards you Adair Adair uh, my name is Ryder on the storm you may call me Ryder uh, and I I think We can help you help each other out like quite a bit. I, f I think, because if you say that there's no no holes and no gaps, I think I got an idea. But first, who who's in charge up there? Like, what what are we looking at numbers wise? And I mean, are they orcs? Are they ogres? Are they people? Are they you know what what are they? It's it's all kinds there. I'm going to be real quick. Back. It's all kinds. They... You have to understand that they they recruit people by... They don't really recruit people. They just take people. And then... They torture them and they condition them until they have no choice but to follow. Gonna turn my sister into one of them. I 
can't do anything about it. I'm not strong enough. Well, I'm glad we came along. We can help each other, like Ryder said. I know that we can. Do you think you can stop them? Well, like he said, it depends on how many there are, you know? I mean, we're, we're a good bunch, but we couldn't take an army if that's what they have. There are more of them than you, for sure. From what I scouted, I saw at least at least ten there in the fortress, and that's just the ones I could see. So, do they? Do people willingly join? Have you noticed that? Do they like? Do people like show up and be like, "Oh, we heard about your camp. Let us in. We want to join." I'm not sure it's so simple as that, but. I know that there are some who've joined willingly. I'm not sure under what pretense. But I know my sister is not one of them. Because, now, I mean, it's not a good idea, but it's a quick idea. Because if people... If people join willingly, like if that's a thing, if, I, if that's a thing, and people people do actually join willingly, have you ever been fishing? I'm not sure. I follow your um, follow your line of thought. Well, if it's a, if it's an impenetrable fortress that we can't get in, we can't sneak in. That means we've got to go through the front door, and to go through the front door, there's one of two ways. You can knock and ask nicely. Uh, which, or you can force your way in. Well, I don't think if there's if it's as big as you say it is, we're not going to force our way in. So we've got to knock and ask nicely. So if this ragtag bunch of groups that you just that you just that we just ran into happen to have the sister of one of the captives that they've captured, why wouldn't they want a pair? I mean, a pair is better than one. Yeah. Well, actually, not, uh, not that I want to. Now, I don't want you to get all. I'm. I'm not saying that we're going to sacrifice you. That's not what we're going to do. I'm just saying that's that's where my brain went first. Is that sometimes, you know, we allow our way in. We say, hey, look, we we've got what a you know her sister. We want in. We want to be a part of your crew. And then and she holds up her hand. Crew, she holds up her hand and she says. Don't, uh, I don't think you understand uh, the situation. They know me. With that, and you now, you now see on her, you see on her left arm. Um, looks like she's looks like she's just wrapped bandages around, and she begins to kind of pull um, this cloth bandage back from around her arm, and you see now. Um, on her arm, what looks like a brand uh, that's been burned in um, of that same. It looks like the uh, the that's symbol that we've been seeing on the note and everything. That same symbol. Mate, that's that's even better bait. Obviously, I'm I'm assuming you have escaped. That's what happened. Like you was able to make it out. 
Not that simple. You don't understand. Please enlighten me. Like, fill in my gaps if you if you know what I mean. I was one of them. All right. I helped them. I aided them. Okay. So far, the the more you talk, the more my plan sounds better. Because if you were one of them, and then you left, if we brought you back, they would be completely blinded by the fact that who we are, they would just be glad to have you back. And they would want you back. And they would throw you in the brig. I'm sorry, a dungeon. It's a dungeon on land. It's a brig on a boat. They would throw you in the dungeon. And then you're down there with all the rest of them. And then we, in the middle of the night, come sneaking in, let you out. You show us where to get the rest of them, and then we all run out of there. Like, it's... I mean, it puts us right in the middle, and, and you're just a bigger piece of bait that they won't even notice the rest of us, essentially. Uh, what if what if we say that uh, you recruited us? Like, you left to recruit, and you, you came back, and here we are. Yeah, or what if we just dug under it? I, um, I might have burned those bridges, um... A friendship with him upon my departure. Alright, well, if you came back with a whole bunch of slaves, then? Well, if, if you come back, right? And obviously they're trying to get new members by, you know, any waves necessary. So if you come back with, I mean, there's six of us here. Hey, don't Seven you think, of us. Don't you think they'd recognize Parker? So no, you see that 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 would also be part of the bait. You could capture Parker and be like, "Oh, we've already got her dad," and then look at this big boot we got. And then you could pet the kitty if you want to, and then you use this is how you be the leader, all right? Bozak can sound mean, all right? Seymour's a wizard, so they're not gonna mess with him because they know he's powerful. And look at that—the three of you, your little crew of three, caught. This crazy half-orc caught this giant of a man, you caught a kitty cat, and you caught the daughter of somebody you've already got. I mean, they're going to let you in and be like, well, you know, uh, dang, nice to meet you. Now I'm glad you came back with all these people. She kind of looks over and towards... In like she looks over towards Parker and she says, "What? What is your name? Parker kind of looks confused. Looks back at Porter and says, Um, Parker Bramble? That, um, Adair kind of steps back, looks across all of you, and says, We'll come up with a plan. Um, we'll figure it out, I think. We'll make it. I think with your help, we should be able to. So, let's go. We'll now, talk I do, about I it do have way. to say this. 
just just before we get going, I do have to say this just because it'll help me sleep better tonight. If you're really still part of them and you're just trying to capture us and this is all an elaborate trap, first off, congratulations. Secondly, if it is, I will escape my shackles. I will put my rapier through your throat, okay? I don't want to, but if this is a trap, I'm going to stab and cut your heart out. Got it? Now let's go. After Ryder says that, do I notice anything significant about her demeanor at that point? Make an inside check. Eleven. Tough to read. Yeah, hey, and, and right up, you know, we could, I mean, I like your plan, it sounds great, but we could just dig under it, you know, I can, I can move earth a little bit, I'm sure Squeak can help me too. I mean, that's, at some point in time that's going to come in handy, but I don't, I don't think we have that kind of time. Yeah, maybe not. Plus, we'd be going under one at a time, so they could just pick us off if we, as we go through the tunnel. Or maybe just one of us could go underground and uh, be ready when it's time. I could try to survey the land really well and see if I can get a, you know, one of those mental maps. A map like what you do, Seymour, but like in my head. Mm, okay. So I could pretty precisely get to where I need to be. So I, I guess we just walk, we just go towards the, for, the fortress. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then I'll uh, be back here in about 10 minutes or so. We're back. So, picking up again here in middle of the wildwood. Hey, uh, Merida, were there any, like, guards who patrolled outside or anything? What? What? <laughs> what? You're an idiot. Why am I an idiot? I'm just kidding. It's not her name. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. Yes, you do. She told you her name. Just because somebody tells me their name for, like, 20 sessions doesn't mean I will remember their name. Okay, yeah. okay, mister. I will remember any land and, and features of the land that I see. That's because I'm good at traveling, not because I'm smart. I'm not good at names. Well, you do have a journal entry that contains a picture and a name. That I haven't pulled up yet. So. I, on the other hand, am good at names. Uh, that over there is Adair. Bozek. That's true. My name is Adair. Dang, that picture, though. So the M is great, silent. right? Like, I, pull, I, pull, I searched it, and it was literally exactly what I envisioned. And I was like, holy crap! That's crazy. I was like, it's the That's... chick! We need to commission the artwork from that person. We can't afford that. No. <laughs> no. I can draw some scribbles. 
So, uh, Adair with the Silent Inn. Uh, so, were there any uh, any guards who uh, like patrolled the outside of this encampment? Uh, not not so much as a patrolling the outside of it, but um, there is a there. There's an outer gate and there's an inner gate. Um, if I'll try to do my best to explain it to you. Um, she kind of crouches down and begins kind of drawing in the dirt with her finger. She says, uh, the main fortress here is up kind of in a clearing of the of the forest. And there's, there's actually like a cliff face there. And there's actually a bridge, a wooden bridge, that goes across a ravine up to the fortress. And at the... the outside of that bridge there's another smaller set of towers and, a, and a, the first gate so to get into the fortress you have to go into the first gate go across the bridge and then into a second gate so so what's what's in the first gate and is there any sort of tower or like person who guards that gate well, uh, after the first gate it's just a ravine underneath oh so there's not any like like living spaces or anything there are two there are two like towers there but they just have watchmen on them oh so it's purely defensive is what you're saying hey what how deep is the ravine is there water in it uh, not usually sometimes when there's flooding um, there may be water, but I don't believe now there would be. There wasn't any when I left. What? So how deep is it? Probably pretty deep. The ravine is... Yes. Interesting. guys it still feels like our best way in is probably just to fake it somehow fake that we're i will tell you that group. i've tried to sneak back in there and as someone who's been both inside and outside of that fortress i'm telling you that it is impenetrable from the outside i know that place well don't think there's a way in other than the gates. Well, we kind of need a, a plan. And I feel like the writer had the best ideas, but obviously there's some holes. Seymour just kind of starts to like talk to himself a little bit and do some calculations. I don't know he's, why he's doing math. But he's doing math. I mean, we don't know why we don't know why uh, Fang sniffs dirt, but he does that. So it's true. Thanks, Fang. 
make the memes great. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks for making my thing less weird because yours is so weird. <laughs> That's not even something you did. It's totally my fault, but I don't care. It's greater. Alright, do we still have you, Fang? Hello? I'm here. Okay. Hello? No, he just okay. has selective hearing. Just weren't responding, so I wasn't sure if you were there or not. He's accepted it at this point. Hmm. See? Told you. Oh dear. Kind of, uh... Stands up again from the ground and she says... I don't know what to do here. If... And if you have come up with some sort of plan, I'm sure that we can um, do our best to make it work. But I've already tried to sneak in, and I don't... I don't know. Yeah, like I... Yeah, like I said, nobody said nothing about sneaking in. I don't think that's viable either. Yeah, when we walk into the front gate, we say, Hey, look, we've got new recruits. Ha 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 ha. Look what I did when I left. I went and got people. And this one's a big boy. With that, she kind of looks up towards Larkel, who's almost... who Not almost, who definitely is two feet taller than this girl is. She says... Right, um, I'm not sure if they'll believe that I can apprehend all of you. What I mean, though, is that it's not all of us, right? You left, you got a crew. You recruited two people, right? Pick two of us. Heck, pick Locke. Locke can be one of your teammates. And then I look at Locke and I'll be like, Locke, are you okay with this plan so far? I don't want to put you somewhere you don't want to be. I have pretended to be a mean person before. I'm sure I could probably do it again. Right. Watch, look. So, okay. Look at this. Watch. And with that, he kind of takes the mace down and then he goes. That's pretty convincing. He's he doesn't have to look mean. He just he looks big, which is all he all we need. So what he does is he looks big. You recruited him. You recruited him to be part of your crew. Now you walk back in. And as a token, because you left, the two of you or pick another one. Pick Bozek. He's big. He's got spikes on his shell. He's menacing. Or take you know I wanna take Ghost over here. You know, he's he's menacing too. So or or or, or take take the half orc. I mean, half orcs are scary to look at in the first place. No no offense, Zero. I'm just saying, you know, no offense. But But we've got a couple people here that look mean and menacing. That look like they would be a part of your a crew. Like, you know, that could take over a small gnome. A cat. You see what I'm saying? A a, a human. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you take a couple of us, you form your little small posse. 
And then the two of you, or the, th the three of you, captured the rest of us. And you're sorry that you left the crew, however you left the crew, however you left the camp, you're sorry that you left the camp that way. And as a token, to let them back in, boom, I brought more guests. Yeah, but what if, what if they like, or I mean, I don't know much about these people, but what if they are like, yeah, we'll prove it to me, and then they make her kill one of us. No, they're not the killing type, but maybe they will make her pay for her betrayal? At that point, if that comes up, then we go, Steamor, hit them with a fireball. Boom. And then we just start waylaying, folks. I mean, maybe, that's... Maybe fireball, we should fireball, say fireball, something fireball. other than Seymour, hit him with a fireball. Maybe Adair, like, Adair kind of looks down, looks down people. towards you, Seymour, and she goes, You can make fireballs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, I'm a wizard. That might give us a bit of an advantage, then. Yeah. So, I tell you what. I can also make you invisible. I don't think that would work. But listen, why don't everyone else can go in, and I can also go in, but I'm invisible, and I can go off to the side, maybe get us a little advantage. I will tell you this, they, um, they do have arcane, um, hmm. they do have arcane, uh, practitioners of their own. Own? Own, that's the one. Of their own. Own. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> okay, well, um... None of us do. Yeah, I think that's the best idea we've got. Go in, uh, you guys capture us, I'll act like a weary little gnome, and then we bamboozle them. Actually, I, um... I think that I want my, my team, right, that will go in with me, Oh, pick me! I've got a good battle cry! Go, 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 go! Shh, quiet. Go, 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 go! Radha, you taught me that one, remember? I do. It was very good. Very scary. Bigfoot. Um. Uh, the. What did you say your name was? Uh, Lurkel, it is. Very nice to meet you, Adair. He holds out his hand and she reaches out and kind of shakes and she says, And, um, actually, you. And she points down to you, Seymour. Me? me? Uh, it seems odd, but they're, um, actually quite welcoming towards, uh, arcane practitioners, so, um,. And then we'll also take the, um, what did you say your name was? And looks over towards you, Zira. I didn't give it, Mon. Fair enough. Um, if you'd like to come with us, then uh, you could also uh, serve well as um, part of my uh, posse, if you will. This accent is all over the place. I'm going to come, but if you be pulling any tricks, you're going to end up in the bottom of the lake. Right. Where's my rapier through your, through your throat? 
I understand, okay? I get it. It's been established, yes. We will kill her if she betrays us. Reaper, and your throat. Yes, yes. And then we'll repurpose your body for the land. I'm going to eat your heart. Oh, God. Tentacles through a dead composed body. I'm not sure how you want her to respond. She just is like blankly staring at all of you. That's pretty much the way I want her to respond. Maybe she should take her bow out again. Alright, she said. If that's all right, then the rest of you will be um will be uh our prisoners, if you will. Hmm. Or not. I'm just trying to go that, by what he said Fang, the plan would be. Fang, that was um like even for you, mate, that was a mighty a mighty sigh. Well you 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 have problems with this plan, mate. Sigh of defeat. He's just practicing his prisoner. He's pretty good at it. Yeah, I'll say that. Just, just keep it up, Fane. Good job. Right, well... <laughs> if we bring you all in as prisoners, um, you're not going to be able to be armed. We can, like, hide our stuff in a hole. Larkel says, Larkel says, yes. So, um, everyone, hold your arms out and we will chop them off. And then I tuck my arms into my shell. I drop what I was holding and tuck my arms into my shell. You get Good it. luck, Lark! It was a joke about arms. Okay. We will continue. <laughs> I am sorry. Hey, Lark, what if you hold our stuff? And then you can give it to us when we need it. That is probably the best option. I think I am probably the only one who can carry all of these things without an issue. We could bury some of our stuff. Although I am sure that um, little Miss Green could probably carry a few things on her as well. Fine. I'll start to strap off my swords and a power, whatnot. Okay. Dangerous things and hand them over. Alright. So keep in mind that those of you who are going as prisoners, so that would be Bozik, Ryder, uh, Fang, and Parker. Parker. Uh, you will be unarmed. Larkel will be carrying your weapons. I would like to keep my druid focus on me. Sure. Is there any way I could hide my dagger? You could try. Alright, what I'm going to do, Lark, this is what we're going to do. Oh, actually, Adair, I'm going to hide a dagger on me. You search me like they would. See if you find it, alright? Uh, right, okay. So, I will roll a what do I do to Slap roll. Hand. So, that is, that is a 28... 
I put it up my bum. Okay. She comes over and she kind of like turns you around and begins to begins to pat you down very briskly and begins to kind of search pockets and things like that and kind of feel around in some places and she says I am sorry but you did say to search you like they would and well that's what they would do so I apologize in advance okay I didn't catch that say it again No, no, no need to apologize. No. Sarah says, Well, if you've got a dagger on you, then I'm not sure where it is. And there it will stay. Please. Fair enough. Yeah. I will make you aware. Yeah. I will make you aware, however, that they do, once again, have arcane practitioners. So I don't need the dagger. I've got my claws. Okay. Alright, so you are giving the dagger to Larkel? Yeah. Alright. Good to know. Alrighty. So, those of you who are going as um, prisoners or what have you, hey, currently disarmed. Hey, before we go! Before we go, I want to pass out these these shrooms and give three to everybody. Okay, everybody has some good shrooms. Three good shrooms. These are what did we say in combat? In action, a bonus action to take. It's like but yeah, just one, at, but just one at a time, right? That's what we said. A bonus action to take You're one. one yeah. Right. Okay. Yes, and these are a d. These are one d four of healing. Each. I mean, you can only take one per turn as a bonus action. We have eight people, right? Currently, yes. Okay, yeah. Cool, yeah, everybody gets three. And then, should we, like, tie up our hands or something? Or, I mean, if you tie up my hands, I'll just pull them into my shell so it really won't matter. As but they don't know that. As long as you're unarmed, it won't, um, it won't be, uh, won't be a problem, I don't think. They're not okay. usually one. They're not usually those who do manacles and things of that nature. It's not like it's not like the slavery that you're used to. It's um, it's a bit different. But um, you'll you'll see when we get there. So you guys travel for about half the day, uh, making your way there towards. Um, the fortress when she when finally um, Adair who is kind of leading the way ahead of you um, holds out a hand and she says there it is Tyrant's Fortress and you look ahead and it's not um, it's not like a castle by any means um, it is Basically, um, it is basically a wooden fort. Um, not not a not dissimilar from not a dissimilar style from the ones that you got from the one that you guys were in previously, um, where you guys discovered the first bit of this conspiracy. Um, but probably four or five times the size. 
um, huge, surrounded by a huge, um, by a huge wooden uh, uh, wall all the way around this fortress. And you, and every every now and then, between sections of the wall, there's a there's a square tower uh, that goes up probably 25 feet, and the wall's probably a good 15 feet uh, high. But what you do notice, though, as you begin to get closer and the, the trees begin to clear, um, is that this fortress sits on what looks to be the, the land goes, continues, and then just drops straight down into a ravine. And then on the other side of the ravine is this fortress sitting up on this, what, it, what almost looks like an island that's been cut out of the ground with this ravine that goes all the way around it. Uh, you can't see the, you can't see the, all you see is just the beginning of the ravine and the fortress beyond it. You don't, you don't, you can't actually see into the ravine from where you're currently at. Um, but this, it is essentially a land island that is just surrounded by this deep ravine um, around. Almost, not, not, it's almost like a moat, essentially, but as she said before, it's not like filled with water. It's just this very deep ravine that is around this fortress. Is it? I'm sorry. How wide is it? How wide is the ravine? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. From where you're standing, go make a perception check. How much? Seventeen. Okay. Um, from where you're standing, um, its widest point um, from where you're standing is probably about forty feet, um, and the thinnest point um, about thirty. So it's pretty wide. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. That, that ravine looks unnatural. You happen to know if it was carved out by people or just like that? I don't know. I don't know the history behind this place. I just know that it's very old. Mm. Um, inside the fortress, there's um, like an altar or something there that they use to do some kind of worship or something like that. I, I've never taken part in anything like that. I just know that there's um, some members of the group who do that. Some of the higher-ups. Seymour seems nervous, but continues on. On the way, did we pass any uh, animals? Make a perception check. What kind of animals are you looking for? Like animals that are larger than a mouse. Larger than a mouse? Yeah, I mean, like, just, uh, okay. yeah. Make a perception like, check. Yeah, like a wolf or something? Uh, 16. 
Um, you see a few, um, you see a few deer. Um, you see multiple different kinds of creatures, but for the most part, um, the forest is fairly silent um, due to the fact that winter is beginning. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the smaller, like rodent type creatures and those types of things are going into hibernation at this point. Um, so it's a lot, it's a lot quieter. Um, but you do see some deer, um, you see a few, a few snow rabbits and things of that nature, but, um, far as stuff other than that, anything of note, not, not really fairly quiet. Okay. Okay. Now that I think about it. This map is not covered in snow. Okay, we forgive you. It is not. We're in the woods. Breaking my immersion. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the site that you see ahead of you. Uh, it's a very large fortress. Um, from what you can tell, based on Ryder's... Ryder's uh, check is probably... Um, the width of it um, is probably over a hundred feet wide, um, just from one side of the wall to the other, from what you can see. Um, so, let me see which side of this would you be coming from. I can probably put you guys down a bit on this map here, just to give you at least a somewhat of a point of view of what you're seeing here let's see I'll load everybody in here real quick you guys should be just seeing black right now yeah yep all right you guys are further away than this but I just want to put you guys on here so that you get an idea of what you're looking at See that? No. No, I had to. I had to refresh, and it's. I don't know. All kinds of things are messing up. I see nothing. I zoomed out, and I'm able to see some things that are in the bottom right corner. Yeah, zoom out if you can. Uh, the map's fairly large. Might have to zoom out a bit. Yeah, it should be working. I see things, dynamic lighting, and such. Not that mine was dead. I'm coming, hold on, sorry.
My internet's being real goofy right now. No worries. I see the map now, and here I was thinking that you made up the ravine on the spot just because you didn't want me to dig under it. Always mm. one step ahead of me, Russ. Oh, no. Are you able to see it now? Uh, Andy? No, I'm just now getting back in the roll 20. Gotcha. Okay. Just let us know uh, once you get back in. You guys can make your... Can discuss your strategies once you uh, try to get in there and get a look at it. Like I said, you guys are back a bit further out than this, but I just wanted to put you guys down on the map so that you actually know sort of what it is you're looking at. So if you have any questions about it, feel free to ask if you're confused about what things look like and what you're looking at. Because I know the, the black chunks make it a little weird. Unless we're fixing to use the map, you can go ahead and go on, and I'll just catch up when it works. Okay, well, I was, that's what I was saying. You guys were talking about, you know, I was presenting the, the, you know, the fortress to you guys so that y'all could see it and then make your decisions based on what you're looking at. So. Yeah, I think we're just... Everybody else come up with ideas, and then I will... <laughs> I'll go when I got it. Oh, I mean best we got is just to walk up there talk to the, the scouts up there in the towers yeah I mean I've never I've never like I'm not very good at it but my uncle Feliki taught me how to turn into like beasts and stuff I always thought it was kind of weird so I never did it but maybe I could uh, I've tried it a couple times turning into like uh, like a wombat like squeak Maybe we can have two uh, squeaks squeaking up, you know. That way, I'm not a big, uh, big looming, looming, looming turtle. Maybe you could put me in like a handbag. I think uh, Adair says I think that the, the that you may be more um, more desirable in your current form. Is it because of the war cry? She genuinely look like Probably. looks like she doesn't know how to respond. No. Uh. Right. Well, it was just a thought. Kind of makes me uncomfortable, anyways. I think it's just because you're a turtle. 
Oh yeah, I guess I am kind of an animal. But one that can talk. Alright, um, so, are we going? Yeah, I think we should just get on up there. That's our best shot. Okay. There we go. With that, steps out onto the path, which now has begun to widen as it gets closer to this, um, to this fortress. And she says, uh, those of you who are prisoners should walk in front, um, and we'll bring up the rear. What should I do with my hands? Uh, what do you normally do with your hands? Uh, I don't know. I've never thought about it. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> do we ever really think about what we're doing with our hands? No. Second of just, every day. <laughs> I'll just put them in my shell unless I lose my balance. How about that? If that's what you normally do. Alright. <sighs> kind of takes a deep breath and gathers herself for a second. Let's go. I'll, I guess as I walk behind everyone, I'll just take my, my, my book out, put it on my side and use my quarterstaff to kind of walk with me. Okay. Make yourself look more like an arcanist. Look at like an arcanist, yeah, and like gotcha. a wizard. You know, every now and then I'll just kind of make my book float a little bit and then bring it back. Right, of course, of course. Mm -hmm. Floating, floating book trick, of course. Yes. Um, you all begin walking forward, um, and now you see ahead of you. Um, we'll just say, bloop, you begin to approach this gate here. Zira, you're on the team in the back. Markel. Also on the team in the back. Parker is up front. Also on the team. Parker ain't on the team. Cool kids in the back of the bus. We the team. Yeah, Ryan, pay attention. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> We're all on a team. Adair's on all the team. All inclusive here. <laughs> Adair's on the team. Her picture's gonna look super weird. Lol. Lol. I don't have a I don't have a token yet. I'll make one. Um. So, uh, y'all begin to make your way forward. Uh, and now you see up ahead of you um, these two towers with this tall wooden gate. Um, the towers are probably about 20 feet high each in the gate about 15 just this huge wooden gate ahead of you um, as you approach um, you see kind of look out from uh, both of these towers on on each tower um, a figure kind of look out from over 
look down. Who's approaching? That Adair kind of stops for a second. Looks down towards you, see more, and nods to herself, and then looks back up. And kind of pulled the she had pulled the hood over her head and pulls it back. Shows the bright orange hair. Looks up and she says, It's me, Darren. Let me in. Adair. No, oh, I thought you left. I did leave. Let me back in. Who are these folks? It's my new team. I've brought some more folks. Fine. Give us a minute to open the gate. With that, it disappears from the top of the tower. And you hear kind of from inside the tower echoing the footsteps. Kind of coming down. Same you hear on the other side. About a minute passes until you hear the... Until you hear the... The shifting of the wooden gates in front of you and they're both begin to pull or not pull but push open and slide along the ground both of these the gates open outward towards you and you see ahead of you just this you see the um, the wooden bridge ahead of you now I can actually I can do a thing wait for us I can do a thing Let me. Dang it. What the frick? It's not letting me grab it. Whatever. Boop. <laughs> the gate opens up and you see ahead of you this 15 foot wide wooden bridge. You see now who have pushed the gate open. You see uh, the human man that uh, Madeira was talking to previously, uh, as well as what looks to be a, another half orc uh, who has pushed the other gate open as well. And the man says, Looks like a good bunch you've brought here, Adair. Might be enough to uh, make up for what you did. Bring him in. It's at this moment in Ryder's head, he wishes he would have asked more questions. <laughs> it's at this moment in Bozek's head, he wishes we would have come up with a code word for Seymour to do the fireball. 
It's at this point in Larkel's head that he wished that Ryder would have asked more questions. <laughs> it's at this point in Fang said that it is thinks I've seen some things. Seymour <laughs> uh, the cast a fireball was Hey Seymour, cast a fireball over there. That's your It's joke. real subtle. It's real subtle. Mm. <laughs> What's even more subtle is the, the cancellation magic that gets cast. Alright. So you guys begin to make your way along the bridge. I'll start moving y'all up here. I'm gonna have to squeeze in a bit. footsteps uh, and you make your way now to the second even taller gate amidst these two even taller towers um, here at the forefront of this encampment here once again the gates this time open inward open in and kind of creak inward as they are opened from the inside. I can also do a thing with that one, but it's not going to let me grab it, so I'm going to have to just friggin' delete it like I did the other one. No! That's not what I wanted to do. Let's get rid of both of those. Bloop! And now, you can see to the interior of the camp as you are let in. in the dynamic lighting. Just ignore that. It's not important. To here. As you walk in, um, as you all continue to walk forward, Adair says, stop here. Now we wait. You wait there for, you just stop and it's kind of tense and you look around and you see kind of up on the walls, um, some folks patrolling bows and crossbows around the, around the tops of the walls um, you see the kind of the tents around you the large red tent to your left um, to your right looks to be a giant ritualistic fire pit not lit um, beyond that um, a smaller campfire with um, a few folks gathered around it 
who have kind of, now that you've entered, have kind of all kind of looking over towards your direction, kind of interested in the current turn of events that's happened here. Um, and ahead of you, you see now, you notice one figure begin to walk down towards you, immediately catches your eye, because this figure is an imposing six foot eight tall half orc wearing jet black plate mail. I want a, it. With a huge kite shield attached to the left arm. And on the kite shield, you see, emblazoned across the front of it, that same symbol that you had seen before of that jagged M shaped like a lightning bolt. Begins to walk towards you at each step. Here, the plates crunch against each other as the as the armor collides on itself. Begins to walk down towards you. Stops ahead of you all. Just kind of looks across all of you. The helmet kind of cresting around the eyes, kind of doing one of these numbers, and then this is deep black all the way back across the across the head. And you just see you just see bright green skin, and from the small the small um, slit here in the helmet, um, the the large tusks protruding from the bottom lip. This is Adair. What have you brought me? She steps forward. I know we didn't leave off on the best terms, but I thought about my mistake. And I thought that it would be easier for me to stay here with you than try to live life on my own out there. So I brought you these people. They're um, exotic, the way you like them. And uh, they'll break easily. I think uh, after a bit of time they'll make good servants. back and forth. We'll see. 
I'll determine how good of servants they are. Bring them. At which point he turns back around, begins to walk back up the steps here. Walks and turns off this way. Odair kind of looks back at all of you. Just kind of nods and begins to also walk and follow him that way. You all also make your way that way. figures, uh, three different figures. Um, you see a dwarf um, who's got this long two-handed axe um, that's kind of propped up next to him against the table. Um, you see an elfin gentleman um, there across from him. And on the, other, on the other side of the table you see what looks to be a, a handsome, uh, somewhat handsome older uh, human man. Um, with kind of a kind of a curly um, cropped curly brown hair uh, wearing a cloak and has a staff leaned against the table next to him and as you turn the corner um, Adair looks like she's about to speak up and all of a sudden you hear from next to you dad and you see the human man turn and look and make eye contact with Parker. Because... Oh, gods, no. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session! Yay! Oh, I knew we were going to do that. I was like, no, surely not. It's 940. Sorry, that's as far as we can go without Autumn being here, guys, so... I was going to say before the session started, Andy's going to put money that Parker's dad is actually working with these people. Yeah. All right. And we're going to end the recording right here.